Lights, Camera, Asia. A look at Asian culture and history through the lens of cinema. Hello and welcome to Lights, Camera, Asia. I'm Jake Chen. This week, we are looking at a new movie and a new setting. The movie's title is Lost in Translation, and it is set in modern Japan. Before I go further, though, I believe it is necessary to outline some of the reasons behind this particular choice of a movie. I picked Lost in Translation for both what it has in common with other movies and for its unique characteristics. Story-wise, this one is a story of courtship between two unlikely lovers, who are also both married in their own life. This is similar to the setting of In the Mood for Love, the movie that we've been talking about in the last few weeks. But the similarity pretty much ends here. Lost in Translation is a film set in Asia. But the crew behind it is entirely Western. It is directed by Sofia Coppola, the daughter of the legendary filmmaker Francis Coppola, who is known for the Godfather trilogy and the Vietnam War film Apocalypse Now. It features Scarlett Johansson and Bill Murray, two A-list Hollywood names. In a radio show titled Lights Camera Asia. I feel that it is important to introduce non-Asian perspectives on the culture of Asia. The perspective will certainly has its own limitation and perhaps even bias, but ultimately, I think this brings a better balance to the show. So, with all that out of the way, let's take a look at the plot of Lost in Translation. It is 4:20 in the morning in Tokyo, Japan, and Bob is staring at the ceiling of his hotel room, wide awake. Bob Harris is a middle-aged American actor, a celebrity of some sort, who has come to Japan because he's paid two million U.S. dollars to endorse a local whiskey brand. Now this sounds like a pretty sweet work trip, right? But for Bob, he feels pretty out of place. Both at work and during his time off in Japan, and this feeling of being out of place and totally lost goes beyond his obvious language and culture barrier. Just a moment earlier, soon after he stepped off the cab from the airport and walks into his hotel, Bob was greeted by members of the Centauri Whiskey, the brand that he's endorsing. Before he could wrap his head around this quick greeting, he's sent off to his hotel room all by himself in a foreign country. The next morning, when Bob heads to a scheduled commercial shoot, things don't exactly turn around for the better. The following is a conversation that takes place between Bob, the commercial director, and a translator stuck in between. Clearly, 
the translator was only able to translate a fraction of the instructions from the director, and this leaves Bob very, very confused. The said is very serious to the point of almost being comical. Bob is dressed in a full-on tuxedo, holding a glass of whiskey, and a large crew, as well as what looks like twenty corporate suits, are all standing behind the camera, staring at him. Bob thinks for a second, and tries to get into a character. And when the camera rolls, he lets out a line. For relaxing times, make it Suntory time. Clearly, that was not what the director wanted. The director quickly steps forward, and he bombards Bob, who is already confused, with this two-minute speech in Japanese that once again doesn't get fully translated. We now turn our attention to Charlotte, the other main character of the film. Charlotte is a recent college graduate who majored in philosophy. The fitting today, they, they had all these rock and roll clothes, but the, but, but the band wasn't tough at all. And the label guys just kept saying more rock and roll, but it's, it's just so much better if they're just skinny and nerdy like they came in. She follows her photographer husband to a job in Tokyo where he's helping to promote a rock and roll band. Charlotte is also quite lost in this foreign city, though her circumstances are rather different. Her husband is mostly working during the day, so Charlotte is left to herself to explore the city of Tokyo. On day one, she hops onto a local train and heads out. During a long-distance phone call to who can only be assumed as her mother, Charlotte tries to share the cultural activities that she's seen in Japan during her brief day out. She also tries to vent her growing frustration in her own marriage. Lauren, Charlotte, hey, hey. Oh my God, how's Tokyo? It's great here. It's really great. Um, I don't know. I went to this shrine today. And、um, there were these monks, and they were chanting, and I didn't feel anything, you know. And、um, I don't know. I, I I even tried Ikebana, and John is using these hair products. I just I don't know who I married.、Oh, can you wait a second? Just hold on. I'll be right back. Okay, sure. Sorry. But her mother shows lukewarm interest in the conversation. And Charlotte hangs up the phone and bursts out crying. Not only is she mostly by herself in this foreign city, she's also spiritually alone. She and her husband don't really stay on the same wavelengths when they do talk, 
and a sense of confusion, which really is common among people of her age, is making her days hard to get through. And her mother's lack of care and interest certainly doesn't help the matter. At a point where Bob and Charlotte feel that they are all alone and they've lost their direction in life, they run into each other. So what are you doing here? Uh, a couple of things. Taking a break from my wife, forgetting my son's birthday, and uh, getting paid two million dollars to endorse a whiskey when I could be doing a play somewhere. Oh. But the good news is the whiskey works. <laughs> the two stay in the same hotel in Tokyo, and they had passed by each other a few times before they met. When Bob talks to a stranger at an empty bar. Once again, during a sleepless late night, Charlotte comes over, and the two has a quick talk with one another. What are you doing? Um, my husband's a photographer, so he's here working, and、uh, wasn't doing anything, so I came along, and we have some friends that live here. How long you been married? Mm, thank you. Mm. Two years. Twenty-five long ones. When Charlotte's husband is away to work in another city in Japan, she calls Bob and brings him to meet some of her Japanese friends. The two head out and have what looks like the most fun they've had in years. When the two head into a karaoke bar, they're greeted by their Japanese friends. Despite the language and cultural barrier, all of them mingle really well, and Charlotte and Bob take the opportunity and just sing their heart out. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bob Harris. Thanks. This is hard. In fact, both are so tired at the end of the night that Bob has to carry the exhausted Charlotte back to her hotel room. When the two sit down for a lunch the next day, Charlotte shows Bob that she had hurt her feet a couple days earlier. Oh my gosh! I know. That's. How, when did you do this? I did it the other day. It hurts, you know. Didn't you feel any pain? You. Yeah, it really hurt. It was... That toe is almost dead. <laughs> I think I got to take you to the doctor. You can't、uh, just put that back in the shoe. No, we don't think so. Well, you either go to a doctor or you leave it here. <laughs> He's smiling. You like that idea? See, they love black toe over in this country. <laughs> you got a sharp knife? Gotta be. You know, this country. Somebody... Even their trip to the hospital is filled with pleasant moments. Bob puts Charlotte in a wheelchair and races her around, and by the time she's done with her X-ray, Bob has got her a stuffed animal. It looks like the two lost souls have found a partner in one another, but just like in *In the Mood for Love*, their relationship isn't romantic, at least not in the traditional sense.
Next week, we'll continue to explore the story of Lost in Translation and see where the journey of Bob and Charlotte head. For Lights Camera Asia, I'm Jake Chen. Talk to you next week. What do you know about Taiwan? I know who the president is. What about their local music and food? Well, hmm. What do you suggest? Tune in to Radio Taiwan International. Here at RTI, we offer the authentic Taiwan experience. You hear the sound of remote attractions, the local food, music, the lives of real Taiwanese as they live it. Visit English. 